It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yo, yo, how's Bard it going? Breakdown. We are joined by Chuck A. Bernard. Don't forget the A, because <laughs> if you forget the A, he will not get the link to the I stream. I won't get the email. I'm sorry. <laughs> so he will get the A though for uh, for every other reason in the world. Yeah. So some guy Chuck Bernard Jr. not with the A just got an email, so he might be joining us. At I was going to say, is it? Can he just like hop in? Yeah, if he got the link, he might he just hop take in. Tom's place. Yeah, right. That'd be pretty sick. As as you could see, Tom is not here, but the show must go on, right? This is a rock and roll, baby. Oh yeah, that's something that my band knows all too well. Is the show must go on? Hell yeah! So, as you know, Chuck is the bassist for the podcast favorite, Keep Flying. As you could tell by our intro music, we've been repping Keep Flying in our intro for about two to three months at this point so everyone like people who aren't too familiar with keep flying when we have them on and they're just like bopping and they're like yo that's what's up like pop punk ska and i'm like need to check out keep flying hell yeah i love that that's cool hell yeah man so chuck what's going on how's philly treating you you know it's uh it's 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 philly it's 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 all i've ever known and loved so it is what it is And you were out la- uh, late last night ripping a, a merch gig? Oh, God. That, that That is just where my night began. But, yes, I was working at the uh, venue called the Fillmore uh, for an artist called Conan Gray. Uh, sold out show. Just constant, just working. And then uh, straight from there, I went to my other job, uh, the desk job, uh, and worked overnight until 8 a.m. So... I was uh, 
Damn. Right now, right now, I barely know where I am. So thank you, <laughs> thank you for having me. This is going to be interesting. Uh, happy well, Pi Day, that. everyone! Happy Pi Day. That's... Did you oh, get yeah, a pie? We... I didn't get my pie, dude. Let so oh, so I feel less of a jerk off now, but I did get the next best thing, and I got a Boston cream pie, vegan donut, uh, from Dottie. So, dude, that looks legit. Let me see that again. Yeah. Do you want? Should I take a bite? Of yes, it? you should for for the podcast. That we we now do food reviews. Oh yeah. Damn, dude. We Six we out actually five do. Have, ones, cause. We do have a, a a donut place in here in Charlotte that actually has a good amount of vegan donuts. It's called uh, Pepper Box or Pepper. Yeah, Pepper Box, and uh, they're pretty sweet, but they're not like. They're they're kind of too airy for my liking. I like more of a cake donut. Okay, yeah, that's that's a very big divide right there, cakey or airy. Yeah, um, I would say this. I I think Dottie's like kind of just shout out to Dottie's in Philly. Uh, they walk the line. They're um, they kind of have like a very good balance. I don't really care either way. Uh, cake, air. <laughs> I like both. <laughs> Donuts, donut. I do both, you know. Hell yeah. So I guess my question is, have you ever found a good, like, vegan apple cider donut? Uh, Yeah, Dottie's has done it for, like, usually uh, during the fall, they do, like, more fall flavors, like apple cider donut, uh, pumpkin shit donut, which I, I love that shit. I'm extremely basic, so I will, uh, <laughs> I will indulge in all of that. Fuck me up fam as the kids can we curse on the podcast have at it dude okay i didn't i didn't know if that was like like i gotta bleep that out later <laughs> now we your just job harder no we just go live and what whatever happens happens dude so i guess you're basically telling me i need to make my way to philly because that 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 place sounds what's up oh dude one thing i am it, it's something that i didn't really uh, realize until I until I started touring extensively is that or, or as hard as we've been going is that I didn't realize how lucky I was and how good I had it not only even just in Philadelphia but specifically South Philly where I am I'm like like it is just an overload of options like I have too many vegan options and not to that's not like a brag or anything I'm just very very grateful for for that so I guess let's just talk about that because, you know, Keep Flying is on the road all the time. I know JJR is vegan as well. Mm -hmm. Do you find it hard? Like, especially in, in some, because you guys don't just tour big cities. Sometimes you're off the beaten path a little bit. Like, finding vegan options, is it extremely tough sometimes? Uh, Sometimes. I mean, we we love to play places that seemingly no one has heard of or cares yeah, about. Yeah, that's what I mean. That, like, yeah, that's our bread and butter. I love that shit. We all do. Um, I mean, I you're talking to the one member of the band is, who is probably the strangest eating habits and is the least picky eater. I could, I just eat like Cliff Bars. Like, I'll eat a Cliff Bar. Uh, I, fuck, I'll make a Cliff Bar last like a week. Like, I, <laughs> I don't really need a whole lot. But, but yes, finding vegan options. Um in certain spots is is definitely tough uh thankfully john's been touring for 
forever. So he has a, a ton of places that he already just like knows and, and sheds his wisdom upon me. So love going and indulging in those. Hell yeah, dude. So let, let's talk a little keep flying. I, I know you guys just had your, your Florida tour and then your Pennsylvania tour, but you guys are head, heading out in a couple of weeks again. So yes. tell me, tell me about who you're headed out on the, t- uh, on the road with, because I wasn't too familiar with them. I, I did look them up there. Uh, Fury and few out of Atlanta, yeah. Georgia. Are, are those your homies? Is this your first time playing with them? My brother, you know more about the band than I do. All I know about them is that they're two piece. So I have to bring my gear, which is unfortunate for me. Um, but it, no, I, I hear they're I hear good things. Uh, and I'm very excited. Um, but I didn't even know that they were from Georgia. That's sick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two piece too. So I, I know origami angels killing it right now. And they're like historically a two piece and I saw that. And I never, I never knew that until I saw uh, a friend of mine taking photos on that tour. And I was like, wait, they're, they're just two people. That is kind of sick. Yeah. And, and you would like, when you listen to it, you wouldn't, because it's just so like, loud and so many different layers to it you wouldn't think that it was just a two-piece but they, they make it. it work yeah they make it work dude so yeah i guess you guys are leaving let me pull up the flyer but you're leaving like in just a couple of weeks right so it's actually uh interestingly enough that tour is tacked on to another tour we're doing with our buddies in flight club and that's a band i do know very well and i love them and all of their members we've toured with them a handful of times before we played a bunch of shows um they're from richmond and they're just like a cool like rock like pop rock band and they're just so fucking good very very good humans and good uh good band so we're doing like five dates down starting in i believe dc and then or, or baltimore or one or the other and we tour down to the carolinas we're gonna hang in the carolinas for a couple of days uh hopefully right be productive and then uh meet up with fury and fury and few and then you know do the damn thing one date that stands out to me is that you guys are playing Asheville, north carolina which Mm. i know that's dustin's stomping grounds now but you don't see many tours going to Asheville, even though there's like a really strong arts community it's a cool city yeah no they don't give a fuck about our music which is is fine but um it's it's funny that you mentioned that because Asheville is one of my favorite spots uh, to hit on tour. And I say that it's interesting because every show I have ever played there has been dog shit. They're all bad shows, but it's just so beautiful. And it's so like a, it's a very good like, I don't know, it's a cool town and, and like like vibe. It's it's cool. I like it. I'm excited to go back. Hopefully the show doesn't suck this time, but <laughs> One for I think it would be like one for four. I've played like no bullshit ever, like oh for three. Like it's there. You should just go to that. Like there's that park in the middle of the city where there's all like the drum circles and it's like just a bunch of hippies and you should just go and just jam out there and just start rocking out with those dudes. I, I would hate and love that at the same time because I'm like God, this sucks. But also it's kind of sick. (laughs) <laughs> you know like fucking hippies but also i feel like i'm i'm low-key like a like a, a self-loathing hippie if you if you because like i reject but i also embrace it all i don't know if that makes any sense probably not <laughs> makes total sense to me 
Cool, dude. So I guess let let's talk because uh, you know, keep flying. Kind of as you mentioned, the sh- the show must go on, and there has been a, a few lineup changes. But y- you've been in the band for since the beginning, or or close to the beginning. No, uh, interestingly enough, I've only been in the band. The first show was uh, actually. I believe it was early March in 2018. So only like four years. And that tour, I wasn't an official member. Um, So I I met the guys uh, in 2018. Um, So I'm relatively new member, but I've been playing bass for pretty much since then. Cool. So I I guess, you know, yesterday you put up, or two days ago, you you put up a, a video of you just like, rocking out to this acoustic track and i was like holy crap like chuck's got pipes man thank you yeah and on on a lot of the recordings i I know you do some of the harmony stuff but you don't really do too much of the dual vocals like i know other members in the band did some of that mostly but it it was mostly it was it was in the beginning of the band uh it was mostly uh dj and after his departure, it was it was Charlie. And after his departure, I guess it it will be me moving forward. Also, John will more than likely like do vocals because he also does that. And we all are kind of in the same boat where we're like, man, I love your voice, like, man, I love your voice. You're, you have a great voice, oh, you know. So we're we got a lot of voices. Peter also can sing. He, we we did a tour once where um, Henry couldn't do it, and it was the wildest fucking thing because it was just. Uh, it was me, Charlie, John, and Peter, and Peter had a mic back there and did like a lot of the harmonies. It was it was really cool. Um, so you but, did a uh, whole tour without Henry, and and that's how you guys did it. Very. I mean, it wasn't like a whole tour, but yeah, it was like four days without him. Uh, he he couldn't do it, and um, that going back to what you said earlier, the show must go on. Where that's just kind of been the mindset. Um, we just go. Uh, and if, if someone can't make it, that that's, that's totally okay. Dude, I love that. That's awesome. And, and to, to hear that Peter just stepped in and like people who've been to a keep flying show, you, you kind of like, he's kind of like the outlier. He, he doesn't normally like fit the punk scene kind of look like he looks just awesome. No, I, I don't and, and yet, and yet somehow in his own respect, he may be the most fucking punk one out of all of us. Cause he just don't care. He's, he's amazing. He's also one of the fucking most insane drummers I've ever had the pleasure of playing with touring with. He's, he's just unreal. Hell yeah. I love that. Yeah. Pete, Pete's uh, a character for sure. Yes, he is. Cool, man. So, I guess let, let's talk just new music because you, you guys did put out uh, a, a full length or I guess like close to a full length. A quasi. It looks like a full length on paper, but it's really like if you look at it, it's like only 22 minutes. That's, yeah, that's nothing. But, that's but not even paper. a lunch break. <laughs> you know? So we're talking the, the 2020 release of Survival and you guys, I'm pretty sure, did that with Ace Enders, right? Uh, we did it with Nick and Ace. We Nick. recorded at the at the Lumberyard in Hamilton, New Jersey, um, and uh, it was it was really a great great experience. Uh, I love Nick. I love Ace. Um, and yeah, the the record came out just really cool. Like we were all more than happy with it. Um, now moving forward, since then, 
there's been a departure. Uh, there's been a split between Ace and Nick. Uh, Nick is now at Gradwell House Studios, and we have been recording with him. Um, and also Dom, shout out to Dom. Uh, he's they are going to be like the the unit moving forward. And we recorded this uh, this EP. It's um, I don't want to say reimagined, but it's it's kind of I'm going to throw that word out there. Reimagined songs, um, but it's 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 also acoustic. I have to throw that word out there, even though it's really not. It's like there's elements of folk. There's a rap song on there. There's a full on pop song on there. There's some classic keep flying like elements. Um, and yeah, we, it, we're very excited to release it. Uh, I think we're all kind of also nervous because none None of the members have ever been a part of anything like this EP before. So we don't know how the fans will react. We don't know if people will care. But in any event, I uh, I will say I love the fucking EP. It's so cool. It's 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 been the – it was the funnest experience I've had thus far. Um, not to take away from survival or anything I've been a part of prior, uh, but it was the most fun and just most like organic and everything just came together. Just like it, it just clicked. It was, it was so nice. It was so smooth. And, and when did you guys actually record that one? My God, I have no idea. I actually have to, I have, <laughs> I straight up <laughs> forgot. Uh, God, how long ago was that? When the so, so you have been sitting on it for a little while? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, okay, here we go. June, June 28th, 2021. Uh, so, yeah, there were, it was five days. It was June 28th to July 2nd. Now I remember. Ah, the brain, sometimes it doesn't <laughs> really work too well. Uh, yeah, it, it started June, uh, June 28th and went to July 2nd and, uh, it was just the five days and it was fucking a crazy experience. We have so many friends on this EP. There's like, there's banjo, sousaphone, flute, uh, fucking cello. Um, yeah, it's, it's just a party. Uh, it's, it's going to be really, really cool. Hell yeah, and, and I'm guessing Smart Punk will be involved in some capacity, or are you guys doing this out uh, all yourself? No, they're going to be involved in some capacity, them shitheads. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I love them. I love. Them. I hope they're involved in some capacity. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think we're, we're going to do uh, something. We're pressing something, and we'll be selling the things. I'm, I know nothing about the – I'm clueless with most of that. But it it will be cool, I think. I hope. I think it's cool. <laughs> I'm excited you, to hear it. I hope you think it's cool too. <laughs> when do you think uh, the people will hear it? Are we thinking spring, summer, fall? We're shooting for. Uh, I well, I mean, a, a big this I do know is that a big factor in this equation is that the um, the plants for oh yeah. um, right the plants for vinyl have been just so backed up. We wanted to get this out, fucking eons ago but we we refused to put anything out without like a physical you know the actual vinyl um 
so we've been waiting on that. It keeps getting pushed. It's, uh, um, I think we may do like a digital single sometime over the summer though, sometime soon. Um, and, uh, oh, we also have a live record coming out too. Totally forgot about that. Uh, we're, we're so doing a second survive, one? Uh, Survival Live. Yes, yeah, Survival Live, which is actually, coincidentally enough, Charlie's last shows. So the version that you hear, that you're going to be hearing on that record is going to be the, the closest to Survival that we could possibly get, you know, to the actual recording versions of it. And you recorded it at like multiple shows? Uh, no, it was just, I think the audio was taken from the first day of our, we did two days on, uh, on Long Island at AMH, the, the venue, always, our hometown venue, essentially. And, um, I think it may have been taken from the, I'm not sure if it was taken from the first or second day, but it sounds, sounds really cool. Uh, it's, it's like, you know, actually like mixed from like the board and, uh, mixed in with like all other audio that we have and uh similar to how we did the first one but it's better it's, it's good sick love that and and i guess one of the perks of always being on the road on the road is you, you don't have to like plan a tour based on the release when you're just always on the road like hey, yeah we'll, we'll have this album eventually when we're on the road it doesn't matter yeah yeah go 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 <laughs> and sell the things cool now one thing i do want to just ask about um kind of recently you've been doing like city specific merch for your tour like when did that come about and do you have any input like oh you guys come to philly i want to do that design or you're coming to jersey i want to do that design uh i mean i personally i don't have much of an i mean we we talk about everything together clearly but um uh, individually i know for one if if we did put out a philly item peter would despise it uh he has <laughs> he has expressed his his concerns saying that we absolutely cannot do a philadelphia eagles uh rip off but um i i hope he at least has given that some kind of uh, a second consideration or, or rethinking um but no it's it's you know we've just been We've been very lucky to have uh, very extreme like fans in in these places. So you know we we want to make them happy. Um, so and and I mean all the designs come out fucking awesome. Our our boy Chris does them all. Does them in like two seconds. Uh, and Henry prints some. Uh, AKT down Smart Punk the. Um, their print shop uh does some of them they all come out awesome so yeah yeah i I feel like you know for a and and this isn't trying to discredit keep flying because you guys are one of our favorite bands but for like a band your size it just seems so crazy to do these like very specific merch items for specific cities when you go through there but you guys make it work which is just like so fucking awesome well, another factor in the in the equation, and I think this kind of fits in, is that we the band doesn't really have a home. We're we're kind of you know I said AMH was our home venue, but like you know John's from Long Island, Peter's from Jersey, Henry Jersey, you know uh, me and Dustin are um, Pennsylvania, like Philly and PA, uh, Ricky's Buffalo. So like we we 
where are we from? I don't know. So I want to do a Silvertown USA shirt from Joe Dirt. Uh, <laughs> that that's what I want to do, but I don't think you know. Maybe not the maybe not the right time. Maybe the wrong place. I I don't know. So that that's my input there. Um, but uh, no, we're it's it's cool. We're we're very lucky. People people love the fucking designs. <laughs> yeah, I, I I must say I I truly am jealous sometimes when they you put stuff up and they sell out so quick or you know you don't do like a, a new york islanders rip off which i'm hoping for one day so uh that- you know i i wouldn't mind that i think it would be cool uh, i mean we play fucking long island i mean we did do the mets i don't know if you're not Mets guy no so i i had my my phase where i really got into baseball when i was in college because like you know i had all the time in the world where I could watch a baseball game every night, but mm-hmm. I can't watch a baseball game every single day. Like I'm an adult with responsibilities <laughs> at this point. I get it. I get it. I, I love uh, baseball. Um, I'm a big Phillies guy, but I also understand, you know, it's, it's not the most, uh, it's not the most high energy sport. You know, it's it can be boring to a lot of people, and I, I totally get that. It's not like hockey or, or football. Um, and even people say football is, you know, kind of stop and go. It's like, ah, the plays, et cetera, et cetera. But um, I, I think you really appreciate baseball, though, when you do watch or listen every single game, like every single game. Oh, oh, there's no question. That's when I, mean, I really, like, understood, like, when this guy was in a slump or when, like – when this guy was starting to get hot, but if you only watched every once in a while, you wouldn't really get that feel. And it's kind of like the flow of a, a soccer game. When you watch a soccer game, like a normal person might be like, Oh, there's no excitement, but there's just like a flow to it. And I feel like there's mm-hmm. just a flow to the baseball season too. Right. Right. It also helps. I played baseball a lot growing up. So that was, you know, I was in, invested in it. Yeah. I, I unfortunately did not play baseball. I played, when I was in either fourth or fifth grade for the first time ever. And I was really bad. I'll just tell the story <laughs> on the podcast. No, tell it, tell it. And Come like, on, I'm interviewing you now. Yeah. So like fourth or fifth grade is when they start, like the, the kids actually start pitching. Mm-hmm. And Oh, Oh yeah. T-ball up until then. Yeah. Yeah. Or, so or the, no, no, no. The, 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 the coaches are thing. or the coaches are pitching or whatever. So like, Oh, okay. I think it was like third or fourth or fifth, like one of those middle uh, elementary school years where they, the kids start pitching and you know, when a kid's pitching, they're just all over the place. Yeah. Like they, they're, they, they're they have dumb. no control. They don't yeah, know. Yeah. yeah. They don't. So I, I like maybe like bunted the ball like once that season and like got on base. And then this one time I finally like hit the ball and it goes into the outfield. I'm like super jacked up, made contact and the center fielder like fields to play and wants to try to get me out at first base where like, I ran through first base, like was safe by a mile. And then he wildly threw the ball to like try to get it onto first base and just hit me in the face. Are you serious? I'm serious. And my teeth went through my cheek and I had to get like, like orthopedic, not, I guess it's whatever, like plastic surgery in my mouth to, to, to heal this. So that I I would never watch a fucking baseball game ever again in my life. Are you kidding me? 
I, that, I, that is, yeah. I had no idea. That's totally different. Fuck baseball. I'm sorry yeah. I even brought it up. <laughs> uh, no, fuck, fuck, fucking that is insane. So, so my, my baseball days are over after that. I was just like, yeah, I'm going to stick to playing hockey, which is, cra- which is crazy to think that, like, that's what I resorted to go play. Like, yeah, because that's one the sport, sport you get your fucking knocked, uh, teeth knocked in. My God. Yeah. So crazy story, but it happened. Whatever. <laughs> well, cheers to that. I'm glad at all. You got great teeth, so it all worked out. It worked out. Yeah, no, no hole in my cheek. Well, at, at least there's, you know, my beard to hide it. But there, there's no scar or anything. They did a good job. <laughs> yeah, it, it's actually not the first time I got hit in the face with, like, a hard object. I also was playing Manhunt. So like, okay. Oh yeah. I'm sure you've had your days of playing manhunt and mm-hmm. I was in this dope hiding spot. No one knew where I was and kids were just like, I wonder if there's anyone in that bush over there. And they like, were too scared to like go into it. Cause it was kind of like off the beaten path. So they you took like a, shit. they took a handful of rocks and threw it in the bush that <laughs> I was in, hit me right in the face, <laughs> cut open my, 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 like it's my eyebrow area. And once again, had to get stitches there. Oh, kids do the darndest things. They sure do. But man, I miss it. Sweet. I got a uh, I got a hockey story for you. I've only been on ice skates once and one time only, and I will never do it again. Uh, I was like, I don't know, probably four or five. I don't fucking know how old. But um, do you skate? You know, yeah, clearly I do. You yeah. Skate. Um, when you were learning how to skate, did they ever give you? They called it the chair, but it looked kind of like a fucking goalie post. Yeah, did I know you what you're that? talking about. I, I I'd never actually used that. I I had older brothers, well, an older brother, and mm-hmm. whatever he did, I always just like wanted to do. So when I saw him and his friends ice skating, I just like put on ice skates and made it work. Clearly, I was not that good of <laughs> of. Uh, oh, I can see that I could do that because uh, they had to give me. I got on fucking skates as soon as I got on ice. I fell bad. Um, so they give me the fucking, the post. So I'm skating with the post. I'm skating with the post. I'm, I'm fucking, what is it? Uh, French fry pizza or whatever. Uh, yep. skiing, but then, so I'm doing it and I'm like, I'm like, Oh, I can fucking, I can do this. I can do this, man. I got a little too cocky, a little too arrogant. I let go as soon as I let go of that fucking post, my face just immediately direct contact with the ice. Uh, like, uh, I don't know, broken or fractured jaw stitches. And, and I'll never forget I, for some strange reason, my, my grandfather and my, my mom were there and, uh, my, my grandfather always used to tell the story. He was like, Oh, I heard the screams, Charlie. I heard the screams. And I, I go, please don't be Charlie. Please don't be Charlie. And I looked up, and your mother was running full speed <laughs> across the ice. <laughs> so oh, yeah, I I, I, there was just blood everywhere. Like it was, it was a fucking, it was a shit show. It was a bloodbath. Um, so that was the first and only time that I will ever don skates. I've never well, done it again. I'll tell you about the last time I went skating. So I live now in Charlotte, North Carolina, and. Mm-hmm. They have this like Whitewater Center, which is actually really sweet. Like it, it's where the the U.S. Olympic team practices, like for whitewater rafting. Oh shit, yeah. So it's a sick, it's a sick location, and like you could just go there for the day if you want to go whitewater rafting or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But in the winter time, 
they set up an outdoor ice skating rink and it's actually really cool, but it's super popular. So I don't own ice skates anymore. I sold all my equipment when I moved here Mm -hmm. and I was like, I'll just rent the skates, whatever. How bad could it be? We're just like having fun anyway. Dude, so since it's so popular, they don't sharpen the skates as often. Okay. So I went out there and the, the skates were just like super dull and I couldn't even like catch an edge or like move really. It was just like they were just like sliding all over the ice. So I brought the skates into the rental place. I was like, hey, like these skates aren't sharpened. I can't even skate. Like, can I try the figure skates and see if those are any better? And I never used figure skates. Like I only skated it with with like ice hockey skates. Mm-hmm. and figure skates have like those little like edges at the tip like so that you could do jumps and stuff like it could like yeah it grip is, into it. the yeah mm-hmm. i didn't know like how to skate with those so here i am i take like a few strides and then like just like my natural like i guess stride i guess i dragged the t- my toe a little bit when i'm skating and it just mm-hmm. like caught the ice and i went flying like just ate it so bad a little kid like came up to me he's like mister are you okay <laughs> mister mister are you okay and i was oh just like God. it was the rentals it's the <laughs> rentals <laughs> i know how to skate so now for future reference when i hear that being said that's that's what happened it's oh figure skates yeah i'll get you yeah it's the figure skates man it's the rentals <laughs> Yeah, I would have had no idea. I don't know anything about that. That's fucking crazy, though. Holy hell. I told my wife, I said, if we're ever going back, I'm just buying my own skates. I'm not looking like a fool again. Because I actually know how to skate really well. But I ate it bad. Ate it so bad. And you looked fucking, you looked like a jerk off in front of a bunch of fucking (laughs) eight-year-olds. I've been there before, so I, I sympathize to a certain extent. Touche. Well, Chuck, I, I want to dive into a little more hockey talk, but before we do, I, I uh oh yeah, eat that delicious donut, make me jealous because that looks so good. But uh, as you are munching down on that donut, I'm gonna tell us about our homies in DraftKings real quick, and then we're tell gonna us. dive in. We're gonna dive into a little Flyers talk and all that fun stuff. So the NHL season has been packed with dirty dangles, hat tricks, and big wins. As the action rolls on, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has your shot to win big too. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right. A bump in the win column for your team means free bets for you. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you could still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 and older. Restrictions apply. See notes for details. You, if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be addressed by calling 1 800 Gambler, 1 800 426 2537 in Illinois, in the Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, 
Wyoming, 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona, 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado and New Hampshire, 888-789-7777. Visit http colon backsplash uh, backsplash <laughs> ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 877-8-HOPE-NY, text HOPE-NY, 467-369. In New York, visit opgr.org in Oregon, call or text Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789, or 1-888-532-3500 in Virginia, must be 21 or older. 18 or older in New Hampshire or Wyoming. And you must physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming only. Minimal $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash slash sportsbook for details. Holy cow. That was a mouthful. <laughs> that is and and Tom Tom usually does all of those. <laughs> so I'm like reading through this. I'm like, all right, I need to know all my state abbreviations, I guess, because it mm-hmm. just has them all. Like literally every single state. All of but, them. Yeah. And if you're not like familiar and you see like what is AK, what Alaska? <laughs> it's like, oh, that's what that head is. I, Arkansas, oh, Alaska. Is it Arkansas or Alaska? I don't that's know. That's a great question. I can't call it, man. I genuinely have no fucking idea. But I do have an idea about you and your homies, the Philadelphia Flyers. So, one, you know, long story short, oh, one of the man. first times I saw Keep Flying, and this is going back, you know, three years, four years, or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. I see you just like walking around the venue, rocking a Ron Hextall jersey, and I'm like, "All right, who the fuck is this guy? And who's why this is guy? He here? And yeah, what 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 is up with this? It's also like 97 degrees in Charlotte, North Carolina, right now, and he's rocking a <laughs> hockey jersey. So this guy needs to be my friend. And uh, <laughs> it, it's only taken about three years to get you on, but let's just hear it, man. T- tell me how you got that." Hextall jersey and and why you're rocking it all these years later oh man i've had that jersey since the fucking creation of man it was like adam and eve and then bam i got the fucking Hextall jersey i've had it for as long as i can remember uh fuck um i mean obviously i rock it still because like we talked about earlier my favorite player fucking goalie shooting fucking scoring goals beating the shit out of people come on how what's not to love um yeah uh it's just been my my go-to uh i think i have what are the other fucking jerseys i have a uh leclerc jersey um but i don't know where that's at and uh here's a fun fact for you um so you're familiar with that team i'm sure because you know ron hextall the captain eric lindros for no reason at all i grew up hating don't know why 
don't uh, don't don't have an actual answer for you there. He was he was a great player. Uh, he was a great captain, but I just didn't fucking like him. So I think that maybe maybe that subconsciously deep deep rooted is uh, why I just fucking rock the hell out of the uh, the Hexall jersey. I'm pretty sure like Lindros is one of those dudes that was drafted by another team and just like was like, nah, I'm not gonna play for them. Yeah. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that's how like the Flyers acquired him. Like he just refused to play for the team that drafted him. Maybe it was like the Quebec Nordiques or something like that. I, I should probably look that up. But yeah. But yeah, he, he wound up being the the guy on the Flyers. And Leclerc was, I believe, the assistant captain. And uh and that was when I think of like Flyers hockey, that's like the team. You know, that's when I close my eyes and think Flyers hockey, that's like the team that I that I see. Donald Brashear's in there, monster. I miss the the enforcer role. Uh, but um I would rock a Donald Brashear jersey if if I was to delve away from the um the the Hextall jersey. But uh one of my favorite like flyers who, you know, there was those few years where the the Flyers were were back in like a powerhouse, and they were always on like NBC. Like, they had, yeah, they seems had like, like a those, lifetime ago now. Yeah, but they had like their winter classics, and they had their like their moments. It felt like the Flyers were always kind of getting getting the spotlight. Mm-hmm. And winter classics were, have always been awesome. But even though we got spanked by the Penguins every single time, but it is what it is. They're the fucking Penguins. Um, <laughs> yeah, but. Dude, Scott Hartnell from those years. I just loved ha- like him and like Wayne Simmons. I loved those teams with that with those guys. They just grinded it out, and I, I secretly wish that the Islanders had Hartnell. I, I feel like he could have definitely been a fan favorite for us. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, and same with Wayne Simmons. I love that you brought him up because he was man. I think the entire. All of my friends, even like even the the friends that weren't exactly like Flyers fans or like hockey fans, when Wayne Simmons went, we all felt that it was wild. Um, but yeah, I miss yeah. him. I, I just I, want him back. So I, I did my research and I just looked it up. It was Eric Lindros refusing to play for the Quebec Nordiques. Okay, which man. I secretly love that Nordiques jersey. I think it's just a beautiful jersey. And if they had a number eighty-eight Lindros Nord- Nordiques jersey, I would I would get that. That that's a that would be a beaut. Nordiques jersey. What 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 era are we talking about? Oh wow, is it is it still the same as like the? Well, they don't they don't exist anymore. But it's it's like that beautiful baby blue and blue. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what dude, we're looking at now. Yeah. Seeing 88 Lindros on there would be pretty sick. Crazy. Yeah. So before we recorded, you also mentioned that you have a crazy like Lehigh Valley phantom story or. Yes. Yes. So I I know that the, the Jersey version you sent me is before they became the Lehigh Valley. And yes, I forget what they were called before that. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, so they were the Philadelphia Phantoms, and this motherfucker right here is Flex, the old Philadelphia Phantoms mascot before they moved to the Lehigh Valley. Um, so <laughs> the funny story is actually 
it's actually kind of a, a bad or horrible story because uh, this is this is it's going to sound bad. But um, so um, my dad and I used to go to Phantoms games all the time, which in hindsight, I'm like, oh, it's probably just cheap. And like as a kid, who gives a fuck who's actually playing the game? Phantoms, Flyers, whoever the fuck. Um, I had a great time. We used to go all the fucking time. One game, one fateful night uh, towards the end of the actual, like, Philadelphia Phantoms, I believe, like, shortly before they moved. Um, you know how they do, like, the, the uh, what is the Mighty Ites or Mighty? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mighty whatever they might the, the, the the go out there yeah yeah the, yeah, the eight-year-olds that just go around they flail and all the parents are like yeah oh, um yeah. so while they were doing that i guess in between what the phantoms did was the, the flex would do you know mascot shit he would go shoot fucking the t-shirt gun and like hot dogs whatever the fuck <laughs> um dude so after the the after the kids like finished playing um they're like still on the ice but like you know filtering out they're getting off the ice flex is is it takes the ice and like like starts doing his thing and i guess he's not fucking paying attention because simultaneously the zamboni's coming on to to clear off the ice brother flex gets hit by the zamboni traveling at a fucking, I'm not making this up. At a fucking whopping two miles per hour, or five miles per hour, whatever it is, you can walk faster. I like you if you're walking with a purpose, you're walking faster than a Zamboni. This fucking poor bastard gets hit by the Zamboni and ran over. It keeps going. It doesn't stop. I don't know anything about Zambonis, but clearly he didn't fucking engage the breaker emergency breaker oh my god don't kill this poor bastard break he fucking goes and runs him over and dude you could hear a fucking pin drop in the after the shrieks of horror and like and everything like stopped like you could hear a pin drop in that stadium we didn't know he's okay he's okay i'm just gonna you know, just putting that out there he's fine flex is okay um but are we yeah, sure man. though they probably just got a new flex and just put that helmet on him and <laughs> i was told i don't know i don't know if it's one of those yeah like, oh, well, and, and i was I told that the deer on the side of the road was just sleeping yeah, yes exactly just sleeping nah, yeah fine, flex man. is all right he's fine he's he's back out there next game flex is all right i mean he just needs you and i to be strong <laughs> and that's just the story that my dad stuck with Dude, oh, imagine man. like being like a fucking eight-year-old little bastard, and you know, there's there's me and stands and just a fucking uh uh, uh an arena full of just other eight-year-old bastards playing, just watching this fucking this bloodbath, dude. But poor Flex, he was he was the guy, man, and he just was fucking not killed, but we thought he was dead. He stopped moving. It was. It was it was bad, man. But it, it's, again, again, I feel like it's okay that we're laughing about it because he's good. He's good. He, well, I was told he was good, and that's my story. I'm sticking to it. And and um, you know the the sad thing is he's probably he was probably working on some per diem, not even covered on like the team health insurance, making forty bucks and forty bucks a game, getting hit by the damn Zamboni. I don't know, man. Because I mean, I I've heard so. 
clearly I bit like big Philly fan uh gritty and the the Philly fanatic specifically I hear they're you know they're they're very very generously compensated for for what they're doing now oh, I don't know what it oh, is on the those, next level down yeah those dudes definitely are but the minor do league you, hockey mascot do you think it's that dressed I, I do because it's a, it's, it's it's very drastic for even like the players at the AHL level. Like they're not making like hundreds of thousands of the like they're making fifty, sixty thousand dollars. Where oh, so so they're making like a oh okay, you just got an entry level job straight out of college. You're doing okay. Yeah, you still got to pay off the student loans. But yeah, you're doing okay. So that's what they're making. Yeah, I don't I don't even the, know the what mascot's the mascot's like the guy working at the college bookstore. Well, clearly the Zamboni fucking driver was also not making that because he wasn't paying attention. He may have even been drunk. He was fucking, he was just going. He didn't care what he hit. He was like, I got to fucking clean this ice and get out of here. You know what the crazy thing is? Because this probably happened in the, you know, early to mid nineties. There's probably not even video footage of that. I'm, no, no. The second there's, there's... I get off this call, is I'm I'm trying to find that, like, I have tried to find it multiple times and I'm like, there's gotta be, there's gotta be something. There's gotta be like, it, it made it the paper. It didn't come out in the fucking inquire or anything. <laughs> Cause again, this is, this is Philadelphia. We're talking about, this isn't Lehigh Valley. This is Philly. And there's no documentation of, of any of this poor bastard getting, unless it was like one of those PR things. Where yeah. They like, try to oh, cover it up. Like, like, oh yeah, yeah. we can't, we can't know. know. We can't. This we ran over our mask. We can't. <laughs> we don't want to get the zamboni driver jammed up man he's he's, mickey he's a good guy you know we can't dude i'm so happy that i didn't ask you like where this story was going before because it was like let me just go in blind not expecting that at all like i i thought maybe like he was your next door neighbor growing up, and like that—that's no, why you no, wanted no, no. to bring it up. No, you were you, wanted, go, you were expecting so much more wholesome, and I, I just definitely was so not expecting him to get ran over by the damn Zamboni, <laughs> dude. Insane, right? Oh, when have you man. ever heard a story like that? I could not fucking believe it. But it's just so minor league hockey. That's <laughs> that's that's the only way to explain it. The refs were there. The kids were there. The fucking poor. Uh, the children. moms are crying. Yeah, everybody's crying, man. The fucking ushers. Oh, oh my god, man. flex. <laughs> oh god. Oh, that's so good. So good. Well, dude, I don't I don't know how we follow that up. Like I, I really don't even know where to go after that. That's just so good. Go but birds, maybe. Go- that's the only thing. That's that's the end all be all for uh, you know, that's that's essentially Philly Amen. Go birds. Yeah. Oh well let let's just uh plug away what what keep flying has one more time just so that we we make sure that everyone goes and checks you guys out on the road that they'll come through your town if you just wait long enough because we will not even wait long enough book us i'll go further than say don't don't wait book the band do you have a house all right we'll play there we're sold we're you know we don't really need a whole lot um we just need you know maybe could we borrow your gear uh you know, I, I forget who it was, but somebody, um, oh, our friend Tyler, uh, he was talking about some some place I've never heard of in Wisconsin. We talked about uh, where World's Largest is. We love 
large things. And uh, he was like, oh, my grandparents live there. And I said straight up, tell your grandparents, book the band. We'll go there. Well, do they have electricity? Do they pay their bill? Then we're there. Didn't you one know? of them didn't one of your members and maybe it was you, but I'm pretty sure one of you guys like worked in the kitchen at like a senior citizen home. That was Henry. That was our our fearless leader, Henry. He he worked uh he yeah, he was like a a, a cook or, or chef or or something. We call him the chef. He is the chef. It's one of his main. Yeah, maybe that's where it came up. Like, because I think we had Brad on from he was touring with Young Culture. I think this is where it came up. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you guys had like you had like a Thanksgiving like dinner, and he was like, yo, it was like legit one of the best Thanksgiving dinners I've ever had. I was one of I would go even a step further to say one of that was one of my favorite days on. Do we have time to talk about that real quickly? Yeah, yeah, let's go. That was a day off. Uh that was one of like two days off that we had in a nine week stretch. And, uh, it was, Oh my God, was it, it was Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was Thanksgiving. And John somehow he was looking up Airbnbs for like that could accommodate the entire tour package. It was keep flying, um, young culture, kayak Jones and home safe. All awesome, awesome bands, all good homies. We were, we wanted to accommodate all of us. John, we're in like the Virginia area, like kind of Richmond E, but also like kind of the sticks, I think, at that point. John goes, I found it. You're never going to believe what I found, but I'm not going to tell you what I found. We're going to go there. And it was like, brother, the, the, the place that we wound up staying and cooking and partying was like the the location to which like. I th- I want to say like Ulysses S. Grant and Robert E. Lee like started like the the fucking the beginnings of the end of the Civil War. Like it was like where the treaty or or whatever document like was fucking began to be like written was like it started in this fucking place. Um, like I'll I'll after this go. Unfortunately, if you can like have like a add like a footnote so i can clarify what i'll send you the photo i have of like the little podium saying exactly what it is but it's like this was like a crucial historical fucking day and john just found this on as an airbnb we all stayed there and fucking chef henny he cooked us up one of the craziest meals i've ever had in, in my life and we partied and had a great time it's great day off hell yeah so yeah i i guess the question i was gonna have is did you guys ever play like one of the senior citizen homes and just rock out for them? Oh, that's where you were going with that's that? That's where no. I was going with that. No, I wish. We love old fucks, though. We love, like, <laughs> personally, I love, like, parents. They're awesome. I love buying them beer. I love, like, just, like, shooting shit with them. I don't know. Um, I don't think we've tapped into the grandparents market <laughs> just yet. Just yet? Soon it's coming. Like your fan base is getting old. Like I'm, I'm turning thirty. I'm turning thirty-five in a couple of weeks. Like your fan base is is that demographic soon. We're getting old, and yeah, I'm. I that is. I think that is what I look forward to most moving forward in the music. I want the old fucks to come to the show. Oh, you want people to move around? No, they can barely walk. Stop. (laughs) Stop. Stop asking things. Don't tell them to jump. 
don't don't tell them to do this that the other thing they they lost their aarp card man they can't do any of that shit stop you know know it's wild though and i thought about this the other day so you know think back to like 1999 or 2000 what were you doing y2k man i thought the fucking world was gonna end well that was also the time and i didn't even know why i was like oh oh my god everything's gonna because the the zeros are resetting and i don't they don't think this i guess they never thought that this was going to happen i don't know i don't oh my god i just shit myself because i was shitting myself as a 10 year old kid i guess okay so you're a little bit younger than me but i remember like you know 2000 2001 is when we're like eighth ninth grade and our parents still had to drive us around everywhere and all the dads whenever they picked you up from wherever you were going would always have like the classic rock station on playing like all like the eighties hair metal and like all oh, that of stuff. Of course. And it just hit me the other day. Like, so that was like year 2000, right? Mm-hmm. And they were playing the 1980s stuff. So that was like a 20 year window. Yeah. Now it's now. 2022 and it's like, shit, like where's the classic rock station playing? Like take it back Sunday and brand new. Like that's how old that stuff mm-hmm. is now. Just give it a little bit, little bit more time. And I mean, if you listen to the radio, I'm sure eventually there will be a station for us, <laughs> for us old fucks that lived through that, though it's, that it's, era. It's that same time frame. And like, I saw something else where, you know, Dazed and Confused came out in 1995 or 1994 about like the 70s time period or whatever. Mm-hmm. That this would also be like when a biopic about 2000 would then have to take place. And it's like, whoa. That's fucked up. Yeah. If any, that is going to make you feel older than anything else in the world. Fuck your sciatica nerve. Fuck everything. <laughs> Fuck your, oh, your knees. Every, that is going to make you feel worse than, than anything else you could possibly have going on in your life. Yeah, it just makes you wonder, you know, when that is going to because, you know, that the emo and scene culture in the early 2000s was like a, a, a cultural event. Like there, it was a big moment in like pop culture that you would think that those kind of biopics and, and kind of stuff would start happening. I guess we'll have to see. I'm all we'll for see. it. Though. Yeah, it's we we were all there, man. That's we're I feel like we're all on the same page. You know what I mean? Like it it definitely is going to be very very interesting to watch what our little 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 blip is, what our little footnote is. <laughs> yeah. Cuz you know like the the I guess like the freaks and the geeks, you know, freaks and geeks that show like Of course. I want to show like that about our time period cuz that was just such an underrated fantastic show i gotta get email email the the production company yeah who's the the guy that did judd apatow i think did that yeah there you go hit him up you got his contact i'm sure just hit him up i think he's a long island boy too see that oh dude you could hit him up and just say what neighborhood you're from bam you got you you might as well sign the contract right there (laughs) north shore south shore oh you're in Amen, dude. We'll just get Mr. Long Island JJR to make it happen. I'm sure he will. He's worked miracles before in the past. I'm sure he can work more miracles moving forward. Hell yeah. Well, Chuck, it was great to finally get you on here. And I apologize. One of the craziest 
hockey stories I think we've ever had on the podcast. So uh, <laughs> RIP R- Flex. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's not dead, man. He's somewhere out there. Yeah. I love I, you, Flex. He's I, up there. I, I wonder if he's still the mascot for the Lehigh Valley team, like if they brought him on. So this is, again, not to take too much more of your time, but I've heard that, like, the mascot game is they all know each other. It's all it's all politics, you know. <laughs> They're fucking gritty, knows fucking, fucking the fanatic, knows flex, knows the fucking new guy, knows the fucking your mother's <laughs> sister's fucking cunt. You know what I mean? It's like they all know each other. They're all in bed with each other. So having said that, I think that fucking, uh, yeah, flex is, he's doing something, man. He may be even Mr. Met for all we know. Who knows? You know, I don't know. I can't call it. Maybe, maybe yeah, maybe he got the call up. Maybe he's big time now. <laughs> I hope. Maybe he, that, maybe he is gritty. Dude, brother. <laughs> be like, listen, you remember what happened to fucking you in 1995? <laughs> We're going to make that right. Right now. Gritty. We got this idea. This is a couple years ago, 2018. It's like, we got this idea. Everybody's gonna love him. You're gonna be a fucking jerk off. You're gonna be an asshole. You're gonna, you're gonna you know, you Just remember think, the, think of the Zamboni. Gun? Yeah, think you, of the Zamboni of that. driver. You remember the fucking t shirt? Is you're gonna take that gun and you're gonna shoot the fans. You're gonna shoot the staff. You're gonna shoot every fucking body with that thing. You're gonna, we're gonna make this right by you, and you're gonna get to finally take off that, that take out that anger that you've been had building up these fucking 20 years. I love that. Let, let's stick with that. That's that's who Gritty is. Gritty's Flex reincarnated. I, I never thought about that until this moment, but moving forward, yes. Yes. Who can who can fight us on that? No one. I'm sure someone could, but <laughs> no one knows who Gritty is. That's probably like the most top secret thing in the flex. organization. Oh, I mean, who flex. Act, who actually? Oh, or the same same person? It, it sounds like a conspiracy conspiracy theory to me. <sighs> yep, right here on Bar Down Breakdown. That's what we do. Whew. It's good stuff. Hell well, yeah, Chuck, dude. It, it it was truly a pleasure. We'll keep spitting, keep flying, and telling everyone that we have on here to go check you guys out because thank you man thank you, you and the guys... pleasure pleasure was all on 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 my end truthfully i never get to do stuff like this so this was cool this is very different <laughs> yeah that that's pretty much uh how everyone describes bar down breakdown we're a little different right. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah well dude safe travels on the road go kill it all down the east coast i'm sure you guys got big things planned for the summer as you always do um, I'm sure you'll be back at AMH at one point oh, or yeah. on Long Island at some point doing something cool. So make sure you are following along. Check out Keep Flying on all social media platforms. Make sure you check out that live record when that comes out. The EP when it comes out, spring, summer, fall, whatever. Yeah, but- please like it. Like the EP. I just I need you to like the EP because I think it's the coolest thing I've ever done. Please please we've ever done but specific personally the coolest thing that i've ever done ever been a part of <laughs> hell yeah can't wait to hear it and i'm sure i'll see you guys uh, on the road at some point but i hope so man chuck thanks again peace out peace. be safe man thank you again absolutely Bye.